0: sound big enough for you it's beautiful nobody can get it that fat unless you're in a big you know multi azillion dollars video That. I, I need to do this with uh, any kind of music that's in our film so make sure it, it's on this level note to self come on My mic was open. Here I am uh, bragging. Well, no, that's uh, that's you know, that's going through the analog mastering thing and uh, the Burl uh, A to D D A, and uh, it's going through Shadow Hills uh, compressor, and it's going through the um, you know Pultec EQ, and you you know it's going through the uh, API compressor. And, uh, you just, you know, there's just no way, you know what I mean? It's, it's 10 DB right there, extra headroom. So good luck. All right. I need to, I need to get that through to, yeah, on the, on the film thing, I you could definitely do, um, definitely we need to put it through there. We did not last time cause it was, you know, going through and it goes through a final mix. And then music tends to be, you know, not... You know, it's got to blend in with other stuff. So it's not, you know, as crucial as when it's, you know, alone. Greetings, the name of the most high. Um, You know, I shot my mouth off uh, on day one. On, uh, you know, but uh, feeling pretty good here. Day one, I'm uh, currently here in Bonanza Creek, basically. Uh, You know, just... uh, Maybe a mile or two from the uh, actual church shooting. Did you? Does anyone get that? No one even. You know, <laughs> church. A a a friends who are researching this. Listen, it happened in front of a church. Perfect, right? The 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 the, the cinematographer went down, baby, in front of a church. Boom. Big. Uh, Steel ball shot to the chest. Down she goes. And um, so, when you have a shot like that lined up, okay. So he is uh, when you're going to be shooting someone, you have to get a shot. Um, one of the shots that the directors should call for is a um, you know the point of view of the the victim who will be shot. That would be the cinematographer. In other words camera has to get right in front of gun gun has to shoot into the camera and that represents that's the point of view of the guy getting shot then you flip to that point of view and you have the shot of the guy shooting the camera see it's very simple it's like it takes two shots to give you that illusion you know as a, a film watcher or whatever and uh, so there would be a rehearsal for camera with Alec Baldwin shooting into the into the camera and, and to represent shooting the person because we're going to flip to the next shot, okay? Now, I'm, I'm just hoping you can get this quickly because I can't do, you know, it's not films school. I just don't think you need, you guys are really smart. You don't need me to explain it more than that. Okay, so on the shot list would be called, you know, and probably all they had, they probably didn't have storyboards and something. Well, you know, it's, it just it depends how you take it. These people were completely... Uh, Alec Baldwin and, and and company and producers were completely disorganized and completely, it had no... Th- these are people that have been coddled you know, all their lives, you know what I mean? They're not people that know how to go out and do, you know, hardcore, low-budget filmmaking. I mean, it takes, you know, a lot of... You, you know, a lot of articles have mentioned how much chaos there is on the set. And those of you who know me who were in touch with me during the shooting of Girl Next, you realize how how... Touch and go a lot of the time it was, and and really, if not for prayer, you know, just making sure we were following the Lord's unction. I know some people say prayer to make all that depravity. You know, well, I, you know, it, it, you, you don't understand. You know, God's ways are above your your thoughts. You're just a feeble-minded earth dweller, buddy. Thank you. Go judge something else. Go judge your poop. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, as if it could possibly bother anyone. Who cares? But um, as far as uh, the uh, being on the shot list, that that shot would have been there. Then okay, so it's also pretty typical that the um, you know that a producer, because there were several you know uh, producers of different sorts, or the ad or somebody would be behind the cinematographer looking at the monitor there to see how the shot lines up, okay, how it's lining up. And, of course, bear in mind that, that you know, he's got a gun. So he's standing right behind the cinematographer who's there at the camera looking into the monitor. Then there's another monitor away from the camera usually, you know, even in a low-budget shoot where you have, like, one or two monitors that will show the whole scene as it's. You know, setting up that that uh, you know people can watch, especially like the script supervisor and other people that are going to be watching technically to see that each thing got covered and that there's continuity. You know, like if handkerchief is on one side of his neck, you know what I mean, and then and then the next shot it's on the other side. They would call it, and make sure it's on the right side. You know, it's supposed to be. So it takes a lot of people to kind of you know you know get it uh, done. Even something like that, that's a single shot of a single guy doing a single act of, you know, shooting a person. So it'd be probably a medium shot. Could be a little wider than that, but probably a medium shot for impact. You know, probably, a, I'm not sure what they would have chosen, but it wouldn't be unusual to choose a... Or if they they don't have time, if you've got a three-week shoot, you got a low-budget film. See, that's the thing most people are missing. Most people don't know what it's like to be in a low-budget situation, you know, doing a low-budget film. And this film, from what I understand, couldn't really be put in the can for the budget it was. They already were starting off on a, a journey of failure because it's, it's you know, the way, I mean, it was, you know, this big questions, you know, why, uh, you know, is this all this union stuff going on? And then there was a fight between the union and the non-union to the point where Alex Baldwin ordered security to remove the, the, the original crew, that would be her crew. Um, um, what's her name again, Trish? Helena. Helena. Okay, so Helena uh, Hutchins. Her crew, uh, let's say, would have been union, let's say, and, and they were being removed and replaced with non-union. Well, if I were the cinematographer, I wouldn't work with somebody I didn't know like that and just have to boot non-union, you know what I mean? It's just... And so that's a serious emergency when, you know, and then it, it's reported the crew walked off several hours before the shot went down. But they had already been gone and returned and they were going to work that day, apparently. And then they were getting their stuff. I mean, it's kind of conflicting stories. You know, we've we've uh, we've said that in the first one. Um So you just have to, I just have to put you there so you you really understand what was going on that day, you know. And there's nothing wrong with delving into a story during this horrible COVID um, genocide that's going on. And I know that uh, Biden's killing, you know, as many people as he can for his new world order bosses. And now he's holding all the cargo ships out there. That's all by design, by plan, by Klaus Schwab, the great reset, Bill Gates. Uh, in order to this winter to make sure you don't have food on the shelves. But those guys are doing it. So you got a problem, go get those guys. Very simple. And if you don't mind that, then okay, then don't do anything. But I mean, you know, doing nothing means they're going to go ahead and hurt you real bad, okay? So let's move back to the story. Um, No, those are the guys doing it. If you got a problem, go get, they're doing the, you know, force vaccines, you you uh, you, you know, ignoring all the other treatments, Killing, I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of millions of people, but you know what I mean? But no one's accountable. So, you know, people are just sitting there not knowing what to do. I understand. I don't know what to do. I mean, I can pray. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. But I need more people just... You know, I told you the way it is on... Uh, well, I'll be leaving Facebook, so... Leaving all social media. I... um I'm too sensitive a person. I get hurt real easily, you know. Um, uh, I should say triggered more, you know, by things that, that become traumatic where, you know, not. <laughs> I know some of you can relate to me, but it looks like a conspiracy against me, you know what I mean, where there there might not be one, and it's just from past betrayals. And um, I know that there are people that are very angry um, with the, the fact that the uh, Zeph report has been... An ongoing, you know, success in terms of existence. It never was a commercial venture. It's always been a a private, um, low key venture. Although I'm going to be expanding it in, uh, you know, pretty soon here to uh, a complete multimedia level. I'm, I'm just kidding. I don't know what's going to happen, but the expansion is underway. Yeah, at some point. I don't know what that'll look like. It may be, um, you know, we we tried out a podcast for Crazed House, that's our company that you know puts out content, but we don't really have enough content to keep a, a a podcast like that going. Um, at this point, so need a lot more content and people and people involved and people to talk to because otherwise, it's it you know it's, it you'd be you would be able to do one a month or something or every two months, and yeah, that'd be okay. We might do that. We have all, we have that ready to go. Um, I just hit the pause button on it so that uh, until, like I say, we got, uh, you know, Girl Next released and then the next one out there and then other things we're doing, you know, to to be brought to light. But then we need, you know, to be able to get the word out and and maybe that's a way to do it. But I kind of see the fans that we appeal to and, They're really weird people, man. (laughs) Not mainstream. (laughs) Anyway. um, And uh, and that's all good. I mean, the fact that there are people there that are, you know, that you're not alone, right? But social media has been... uh, Oh, it's been, you know, not to blame anyone, but it's just I think the nature of the beast, and the beast is probably a good word for it. It's a... um, it's a time waster and an energy drainer. And I think it's one of the reasons I got sick last year. I've been sick with this. I don't even know what it is for the last, well, during the pandemic. And then during the, you know, a time I spent a lot of time, you know, the idol where I wasn't producing content. I wasn't writing any books. I wasn't really, I was doing this and, you know, managing, um, on a macro level, managing the, um, uh, the films. And, um, and I just noticed my energy, uh, yeah it's hard to I really can have, have a hard time putting it into words but it's kind of like it just comes over you this sort of and you start forcing it's it starts forcing you to yawn you ever have that forced yawns that's a good way of putting it forced yawns where it's like you know coming up from in your bones it's it's almost like no matter how much you slept last night you're still you have a sleep deficit type of thing and um it's uh it really got to be a problem to where I, you know, I tried uh, using uh, various uh, um, supplements and and I used a, a you know, a, a brain uh, dopamine drug at one point, and that turned out to be bad because it, uh, though, though it's you know, very mild and everything, and just keeps you out of that zone. There's also side effects to when it when it wears off, and um, I mean, in other words, you go through a not just a withdrawal, but after like a few days it doesn't work. They had recommended it for um sleep apnea and for um what do you want to call it? Uh, narcolepsy. When people have a problem staying awake during the day, you know, you're in a meeting and everything and everything's cool and all of a sudden you start falling off or you're driving. Oftentimes as soon as I got behind the wheel, trisha will notice this. All of a sudden I started yawning and like falling. I was like, where did, you know, is this psychological? You know, I don't think it's psychological. I, I'm, you know, I it, it's it's just a terrible thing because it's completely debilitating. You know, and, you know, those of you that are doctors, I don't know. Um, I think a lot of people may go in and doctors may call it fibromyalgia. They may call it all kinds of things. Chronic fatigue syndrome. A narcolepsy, um, sleep apnea in the sense that you're not really getting the right amount of oxygen at night, so you're not really getting that full sleep. So that would be the aftermath, although I don't think I have that too um, acutely. But anyway, um, what can I say about it? When you don't have it, like you can notice me today, you realize I don't have it at all. But I've sat here behind this mic forcing it, and sometimes I've gone a long time without a podcast because of feeling that, you know, that I guess also depression that goes with it, you know, not interested in anything, not interested in podcasting, I'm not interested in, in you know, uh, I just made a movie, not interested in the movies or not interested in, um, you know, going anywhere in the RV, I'm not interested in. Uh, going to the cinema, not interested in, you you know what I mean, not interested in watching uh, some of my Blu-ray 4K director's cut DVDs that are, I ordered especially because I have a a 4K player and I started trying to collect my own media rather than go on the streams, you know what I mean, because I want to see, you know, just, you know, or, or just getting into a piece of gear and calling my buddy a Sweetwater and, you know, saying, yeah, I need a new compressor. You know what I mean? Setting up the drums again or, you know, planning on building a room just for doing anything, you know, any project. Or working at something new, you know. Seem seemed like I lost interest in just about everything. The, the goal every day is just to get from morning to night. To get through in one piece and then... You know, a lot of times I'd, you know, knock it back with a martini or two, dinner, and then and then that was it, food coma, you know, alcohol coma, boom, down, wake up in the middle of the night disoriented, but ready to go, and then by about 7 o'clock in the morning, it's like, ugh, cannot function. Then there was another th- thing that I was having which looked like a shortness of breath, and I thought, oh, no, it's, you know, COVID, but it's been an ongoing thing for well before the COVID hit, you know, I had that on occasion. It's the same kind of being out of breath as when you don't get enough sleep. Again, it's, it goes back to that, you know. And then when I had the um, the Moda, whatever that uh, drug was, although it, it hit me with the dopamine, you know what I mean? So I was like, you know, oh, hello, you know, awake and everything. Still had those other symptoms of not quite getting enough air, you know, huffing and puffing, just walking, you know, from one end of the house to the other. You know, and also, you know, signs of old age. Sure, you know, you you could say that, but there's a much better life than that can be led. You know, I started going on, and you know, people that were close to me then know I was on a detective mission, and I didn't, for obvious reasons, I didn't want to go to the AMA. <laughs> And I didn't, you know, and I didn't know any really good holistic doctors that were really, you know, intuitive kind of, you know, that one doctor, Bartlett, um, who discovered Budesonide for uh, early treatment of uh, COVID and works like a million percent of the time. You know, he is a man of God. And he said through godly inspiration, through prayer, through meditation and prayer, it came to him to try this Budesonide. Now it's been, you know, confirmed by a number of studies Then it knocks that crap right out of you. And as far as I know, you can get it. I I guess it's like um, inhalable steroid, but, you know, it's for, you know, uh, you you inhale it through the nose. You can get those at the uh, over the counter at the, you know, at the uh, I'm not sure that's the one he's talking about. You can also get it by prescription. Maybe that has more steroid in it, but I mean, you know, the idea of using that to, um, you know, to 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 get comfort, he got that through uh, through intuition, through prayer. See, that's what I mean. People that treat people need to be able to work by intuition, by by spirituality as well. You know, but get even a hunch is like a, a spirituality. You know, having a hunch about someone, and saying I think maybe it's your gallbladder, or I think maybe it's your, you know, that you know, maybe you know eating these kind of foods are really good for that. You know. So not knowing anyone like that Um, and then not trusting, especially around here, the AMA, after what they've done, uh, how many people that uh, that evil woman has killed by moving all the seniors in together, just like Cuomo, but she got away with it. I know, and then she rounded up the homeless. We don't even know to this day where she took them. (laughs) I mean, you're dealing with a complete tyrant here. And they're all like that. And they, oh, yeah, let, so let's not anyone say about that we're doing the cargo ships off, you know, leaving them all in the ocean on purpose to hurt the Americans. And who's the lead guy doing it? You know, it's, let's go, Brandon. That's the guy doing it. You know, the people behind the puppet, you know, they're doing it. Jen Psaki is doing it. And she's belittling anyone who complains that there's nothing on the shelves. These are hardcore, cold-blooded killers, and they want your kids. They want to jab them because they know when you when you jab, you're dead. Sorry to say that, but uh, and I, you know, and my best friend's been jabbed. Now he's working though; they are working on solutions though. So you see, the thing is with him, it's it's different because he knows he made a mistake, and he's he's atoned for that. And they're working on holistic you know ways of because you can recover from the jab, but if you keep getting those things, you know you'll have no immune system, your immune system will be owned by them and patented by them, and that's the whole point money, money, money anyway, so in this era of murdering doctor you know doctors who murder their patients for money, I thought it best not to go see any of those <laughs> so. Anyway, so and I used uh, kratom for a while. Kratom, as I do not recommend that for anybody. My God, that was, uh, of course, I'd, I always do too much, and then you know, and and um, and uh, you know, but but that was I did. I bought more and more strong, you know, where they would. Uh, oh, I forget what they do. They they optimize it in some way and uh, make it stronger. And I got really sick from it, you know. That that uh, just it's not compatible with your stomach or anything. And and now if I even think about it, I throw up. So a long time ago, I I tried it at the at the you know some friends said it. it I, I was like, oh, I'm I'm saved. <laughs> I can move around. I was not having those symptoms. I was feeling pretty good, pretty, pretty engaged, pretty. Um, and then there's a euphoric, you know, benefit, kind of a, a, a little bit of a druggy thing. I'm not saying it's a good thing necessarily but there's a little side effect that goes along that's why people do it but then I realized it's just another lousy you know it's um they tried to sell me a kilo of it the other day they sell it by the kilo because I wouldn't buy that I buy the enhanced version you know in the pill form and um anyway it really really hurt me so I uh so you know because of my experience I don't recommend it and a lot of people say that they feel it's safe and a lot of people tell me they got off opioids, which isn't really their fault. In this awful, horrible society of America we're in, which is a, a land of tyranny and a land of, of basically satanic hell. So, in the land of satanic hell, they got off opioids, which satanic hell put them into. You know, it wasn't their fault. They had an injury, whatever. They got them hooked on on the you know on the on the opioids. So they go to Kratom and they get you off it, but then now you have a Kratom problem. I would always get mine, uh, what would I get? I would get uh, Balinese, right? i get it from Bali. And, you know, people, local people there, they chew on the Kratom leaves all day long. And that's what really it is, dried leaves. But um, it helped a little bit. You know, it got me up on my feet, right? Remember? And, and, uh, but then, of course, when you stop it, then the problem's not solved. And it made me, well, now I can't even talk about it. Because I don't want it anywhere near me or in the house. I, I, if I think about it, I go, I throw up. I've got, I think God was just steering me away, you know, from potential danger. And so then the, the modafinil came in, and that was, uh, you can look that up. That's a, that's great going in on, on day one or two, but then after that, you know, it doesn't do much, and you still are huffing about You're still bodily fatigued, but not mentally, because it, it, you're basically burning out your dopamine receptors. So then it takes several days to get back to being normally depressed. And I'd be very happy to chalk it up to complete depression since my daughter's suicide, that, you know, making a film didn't really solve it for me. It just created something to do while I was depressed. <laughs> you know what I mean? It it, it couldn't give me, you know, um, you know, I mean, that's great to find something to do. Like, you know, um, a lot of us, they have nothing to do because we're just lambs of God. You know what I mean? It's just like, unless it's small labor here and there, you know, helping people out. But anyway, I went into that and I, I don't know what I expected, but I mean, I, I enjoyed the people so much and and enjoying, you know, friends I'd made. I enjoyed also growing my faith through really having to believe in God to get the thing finished because it's it's a miracle. Listen, this low budget thing, it's a miracle to get through it. It's insane. And you have to be really tough. And I mean, it's a real faith producer. So in that sense, it's made me a better person and it's made me probably a tougher person which I needed. I needed a kick in the ass. I needed it at that point. I was kind of drifting, and I was starting to talk about how acceptable it is to die and how it's not a sin to die. You know what I mean? I was starting to get comfortable with it. (laughs) Which, I don't know, I guess, is that a sin? That could be debatable whether that's a sin or not. But I was, you know, really starting to drift. Because I didn't, you know, because I just had low interest in and you know and I you know when I tell my younger friends about it they get all bummed out like like you know like it's it's um why aren't they good enough to for for me to be over all this and and they didn't understand and so I couldn't explain to them because then they would take it personally like you know what I mean that um uh, um even Christian you know people that you know are of the Lord would all take it like, uh, well, I guess my prayers aren't working for you type of thing. You know what I mean? And, and that's wrong. That's not the right way to handle someone with an illness, you know, with, with illnesses. You know, to, to, to blame, you know, to become You know, almost narcissistic and go, oh, shucks, my prayers aren't good enough to help you. That makes me depressed, you know. So you want to always be on your best and show your best face. Like everything's cool because you don't want to bum anybody out around you. When inside, you feel like you feel. So there was that for a while, and um, and that took a few years to settle. I mean, that took like before twenty eighteen when she died. It's like, but then she died. That it's like put a knife. In it. That put a you know nail. That's the last nail in the coffin. And then I was drifting down, and um, you know not. Being able to, you know, I used to be excited about things and, you know, like playing drums or, you know, doing a track in the studio or, you know, making a podcast or talking to people on the phone or, you know, social media, anything really. I mean, you know, doing a project, uh, you know, building something or, you know, um, looking at a potential investment or, um, you know, dreaming on, right? and um oh that went away so here i am on the internet looking for solutions and all the ones i tried failed but now suddenly it it seems like this last trip um and then i would force myself to go on these trips you know what i mean hoping that something lightning would 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 strike along the way, right? And so I could. And then, after a few years, though, you forget about how it was. You know, after about two two years, you you forget about how you used to be. So, you know, so the mystery continued. And I'd tell people about it. You know, I didn't want them to be upset. You know that the, that they weren't good enough to turn me around. You know, you know that kind of thing. You want people to think you're okay. So I, but you know, I I really, it was really just struggling and then I don't know what exactly happened, but over the last few weeks, and some of this had to do with this frequency healing, all of a sudden I'm like, I mean like right now during the podcast, I'd be like fighting yawns. Remember Trish? Yeah. And, um. You know, giving you my best face, but I would, really was, you know, was was, was, was suffering and that was, just, you know, just being tough. I call it being tough. You know, you learn how to do that after a while. But that's not going to fool anybody, right? <laughs> I mean, that's, so, you know, and the idea wasn't to fool people, but I was, I didn't know what a solution would be. I just had to give it to the Lord. And uh, and there's a lot more things I can do right now, but suddenly I'm excited, suddenly i am uh, energized and i'm like what the i can't tell you what happened like i said i tried the the kratom i tried i was not going to do antidepressants with some doctor like my daughter did you saw where that wound up right you saw where tony scott wound up right the famous director who had no reason to kill himself whatsoever right jumping off the bridge in los angeles um but apparently he was being treated too you know um People can, you know, I think one of the reasons people get depressed here is because of frequencies. And I believe that my problem was some kind of frequency. And if we put it in the parlance of gang stalking and electronic harassment, it fits perfectly. But out here, there are no towers, you know, where I'm at. There's no 5G, there's no none of that anywhere near. There's fiber optics. Uh, there's a little bit of, uh, there's not even good LTE or, or, if I, you know, or cell service. So, I wonder, maybe there's somebody coming over here who's poisoning something I've got, you know, or is this a slow poisoning? I thought that. Maybe someone's poisoning me. And, um, I guess, um, I'm going to be on the lookout for people. If the people start coming around, all of a sudden I'm feeling poisoned. I'm going to have to, you know, take an issue. Because, I mean, even the most innocent people can be your betrayers, right? Anyway, getting to the bottom of it. um, And the other part of it has to do with, as you get older, the hyenas are gathering around. Even an old lion is pathetic. And eventually the hyenas get him. Eventually they bring him down. So you see, there's a number of things to look at. and uh, But anyway, all I can tell you is that th- suddenly there was this energy, and um, I'm just, I wish I knew more about all this. I'm very thankful that I did not go to an AMA murderer doctor. Can you imagine the field day they would have had with me? Oh, the fun they would have had. Yeah, prescribing this and that, and just just kicking me into the grave. So, anyway, so back to the case of of, of Bonanza Creek and Alec Baldwin. Um, So they're rehearsing in front of this church they made, and this is on the Bonanza Creek sound set, which is... um, Ah, it's down Bonanza Creek, which is, like, like I say, about a mile from here, and then it's inland. It's in... You can't see it from the road. You know, you see these little buildings, but you can barely see it from the road. You, you have to drive into the ranch, to Bonanza Creek Ranch, to actually see the set. So they, the, the actors, the people, the movies go on here unnoticed because of how much... You know, because they're all buried in the land, and there's no way to... Crowds can't line up and see it. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's very private. So anyway, uh but if you look at the pictures and I put one on the um you know, on the thing there, if you look at the pictures, um you'll see there's a church and they're in the front of the church and it's kind of an old fashioned you know, regular one room church. And um you know, steeple and the whole bit. And then, of course I imagine the camera being in front of the church and then Baldwin being in front of the camera and that's how it went down. You're probably framing it up so that the victim would have been coming out of the church, and, and I'm just guessing that that would be the you know that because it's logical that would be the shot, and and a lot of things you know done. So yesterday I was saying um, that what I thought was um, that they had gotten behind, you know, and there's a lot of pressure, and that the 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 reason that the um, union crew couldn't do it was because the wages were so low. And I already pointed out to you guys, they didn't have transportation back and forth from Albuquerque, which is a long way away. And some live in more of the outskirts. So it's, you know, they had to each of them drive themselves to the set every day and then drive back. But then they weren't getting paid enough to really cover that. Plus gasoline, plus all the time they had to put in, which is grueling hours, 12 hours every shift is 12 hours. So right, but I mean, it may only last for 3 weeks, but that's theoretically enough time to get a low budget movie done. So but because they weren't moving and they had to keep, you know, rushing, they 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 felt that they had skipped corners on safety and different things. And I did experience the crew at one point becoming activists, becoming extremely woke, like I said they were Trying to intervene, and they they took issue with the screenplay because of the nudity and the um, sex and things like that. And they started trying to cover the actresses up, you know. And that, that, no, I mean it's uh, there was a fight right there, but we handled it in such a way that you know we we had to eventually handle that in post production because they were they were becoming you know almost uh, like a police state in a sense. It is pretty amazing. And so when these crews get together, like I said, they're unhappy. The the, the crew has the advantage on a low-budget shoot. If they're not with you, you know what I mean, and if you're not strong in the faith and you have a really good plan, they can, you know, sink you. And I believe that, that Baldwin's company, you know, the production company, that, you know, supposedly he guaranteed the loan. So, I, you know, he would be the one that would lose money if the thing went down. The, you know, who would take a hit? I think he was the main... Guarantor, if you will, you know, put up collateral. uh That's not confirmed, so please don't hold me to that. But you know, so, but I can just imagine being there, being that far behind. Now, when we we were behind, we started off with this, you know, like hurricane type of thing on day one. Torrential rains, okay, and it, and you know, and it was just, and then in the house that we used it was like rebar was coming out that there was. Big Longhorn steer wandering around in, in the parking areas and wandering around the porch of the house and shitting on the cars. Even my Jeep got shot upon the door handle. At that level, they just—you know what I mean? At, the, at one point, one of the Longhorns got uh, the, the 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 horn got caught in the, the wires and was pulling the lights over, and and someone had to stop them. I think it was Larry, our fearless director, who went out and stopped it. And you know the weather was really bad, and it was just like, "Why are you guys filming now during like hurricane season?" You know, and uh, so and then you know we had to keep praying. And I remember Larry and I and Trish prayed, and the crew was already going. Yeah, you know, the the DP had hit the wall. The crew would not do anything the DP said that the cinematographer. So when he he, he so you so on a low budget thing, you have to move fast. So when we have another shot, we have to, the cinematographer has to communicate to the crew, okay, I need this, blah, 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 da, 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 and go do it. You know what I mean? And they wouldn't follow what he said. So we got to a standstill because the crew wouldn't respect him, wouldn't obey him. See, this is what happens with DPs. She, being a famous DP, you know, semi-famous out of, um, you know, the American Film Institute, AFI, which is her background, same as David Lynch, by the way um and you know so she's already got a prestige going and you know and that would be tend to be more not low budget but more union so there's that tension between the union like i say and the non-union so they brought the non-union and had to get the security guards to stop the union guys from breaking up all the gear and taking it away so they ordered them literally off the set then the union people were complaining about bad conditions and no safety regs and blah, blah, blah. And then the union, non-union guys came in and wanted to keep rolling because they were already behind. So roll, roll, roll. Get rolling. Roll the camera. Shoot the scenes. Get moving. Stop all this crap. Right? Working conditions and everybody having their own little narcissistic thing going, I've oh, got to start working here. You know? And And so I'm just trying to impart to you the... It's hard if you haven't been through it. You know, some of you have. But, I mean, if you haven't been through it from any any level, it's very hard to explain. I think this would make a great movie, this thing that happened. And it would it be a great movie to show you guys what happens and the kind of drama and conflicts that happen on these low, low especially independent movie sets. It You know, it's either the stuff of comedy or the stuff of total tragedy. <clears throat> of course, tragedy is, you know, comedy is another face of tragedy. So it, it, it really is completely and, you know and a guy like baldwin that kind of ego doing this low budget thing not used to that sort of thing cause he's always been used to you know having you know being coddled by everybody being able to shoot his mouth off and be a bully and you know claim he wants to fight people and he wants to you know kill trump or whatever you know gets away with it right it, and you know it just lived a life as a bully and now you know all of a sudden karma and uh, not that I wish it on him, but, I mean, let's face it, you know, he has been a pretty bad guy in terms of uh, trying to provoke fights with people that don't agree with, with him on politics or whatever it is. It's been, I mean, he's very uncivil and basically like a spoiled brat, you know what I mean, just just very spoiled by society and by his, uh, you know, the, the, the blessings that he really has and, you know, the amount of money he's made and the prestige he has, he's really... Kind of squandered it by using, you know, turning it into, you know, browbeating people for not agreeing with his political uh, philosophy or whatever. So, so a guy like that is getting in trouble, okay? And he's not used to doing these low budget things, and you know, but he's the, you know, DP. He's trying to do something union that's going to eat a lot of the money of the low budget. If they have three weeks, it's you know, so they're cutting corners. So the union guys are mad because they're not getting the money they should have that they normally get. And, you know, they're walking off already. Even if they haven't walked off, they've walked off mentally, you know, long before they ever were, were removed by security, which is unheard of. By the way, you don't hear people talking about that, being removed by security. That's how bad it got. That's a war. Folks, that's a war on the set. Using security guards to remove the union crew. And then there this gun had already misfired and uh somehow kept getting put back in the queue, you know back on the tray where they have the guns and the gun handlers should handle that uh but that gun having misfired or whatever shouldn't have been used if there was a problem with it obviously um so but but now we have these theories of Baldwin murdering. Um, Helena, and uh, wounding uh, one of the producers. Now, you can just imagine Helena and the producer telling Baldwin, we're shutting this down. It's a loss. We're shutting it down. No, we can get union, non-union guys coming. We got to keep rolling. We, I mean, we, we'll lose the whole thing. You've already lost it. You're already behind. You can't possibly make it up. Who's going to come up with more money? I mean, we've already we've already spent the budget. We're already screwed. Well, you did this. You, cinematographer woman, you did this. So there's that motivation, okay? Blaming her for the uh, slowdown, which, believe me, a DP can slow you down to zero. We had to fire ours. And, we, 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 and then we brought in Pal Mirabat, a great uh, DP from Spain, and, uh, we've just fell in love with him and he, just, he loves Larry and we just all had a great time. I mean, to, we, we really, we really were fortunate, but that was another blessing. I, I put that totally on God finding that guy. And he's already won a couple of three times best cinematographer, you know, of indie films. So of course that's no surprise. I mean, anyone who looks at his footage realizes the guy is, you know, incredible, but, uh, Ours wound up good, but just imagine if you have a DP that you can't get rid of and doesn't want to move and wants to go union and doesn't like what you're doing and wants the true cre- create uh, treated better and you know and then you can see people probably complaining they didn't get their paycheck you know what I mean and they didn't you know and and, and all of that and you know just just that kind of chaos in other words I in doing a low budget film the last thing I would recommend will be to do it with you know. Um, I mean, I know what what he was trying to do, you know, by having the union there, by having her there, by having the kinds of you know accoutrements you have on a Santa Fe movie set, which most of the shoots are union, um, you, you know, you're going to get that nice union, you know, studio looking picture. That's what he wanted. But you're not going to get a studio looking picture in a low-budget film unless you strategize how to to make it look like that. In other words, what are you going to do because they have all day long to shoot you know, someone lighting a cigarette? See what I mean? And so how are you going to make it look that smooth where every, all the kinks are out of it there's not a false move? How are you going to make it look like that? Uh, well, there's an answer, and the answer is you're going to make it look like that because you're going to be ready to move and you're going to have a crew that you know how to work with. You're going to have a DP you know how to work with. You're going to have... People ready to go. You're going to have plan, plan, plan. And you're going to go like a bat of hell knowing you've got to get to that next setup, get it to the next one, get to the next one to, to make your day. And you're going to make that day. And then the next day, you're going to have to make that day. If you get to p- behind, you're going to have to strategize how you're going to catch up. And <laughs> nobody did any of that kind of work on this from what I can tell so far. You know, they just thought they were going to go into it, shoot it, and complete it. So the pressure there of losing the picture, okay, is a huge failure. I mean, it's a, it's a terrible thing. Plus the fight between union and non-union involving security guards, that could have also gotten violent and ugly. I mean, you know, who knows? And then the, the potential blame. I'm I, What I see is that he probably blamed the cinematographer for his problems, among other things. Then we have a, another story about his being arrested by the Santa Fe Sheriff, which we know the sheriffs here. The sheriffs here are good. They're good people. Um, Usually. I mean, because that's all we have out here for any kind of protection. We got the sheriff. So the Santa Fe, so Santa Fe Sheriff would be in uh, jurisdiction of Bonanza Creek, right? Right next door here. That's, like I said, out here, all we have is the sheriff. So if anyone's going to arrest Baldwin, it would be the sheriff. So, we have a media blackout, which I think today we can see there's kind of a media blackout. I don't know about you, but I haven't have seen much on it on, uh, you know, the news, cable news and on the Internet. Uh, so they say there's a media blackout and Baldwin's arrested for first-degree murder. And then there's other news surfacing that Helena Hutchins was going to be shooting a documentary about uh, pedophilia or uh, pedo. Uh, pedo uh, uh, predators. That's a rumor. I haven't been able to verify that. The other thing is uh, him being arrested for murder. It's a blackout. We don't know. But I mean, there's always a little bit of truth to these stories. And that some people say this this goes back to, uh, you know, Hillary Clinton, that, that the hit was really uh, that, that Hillary wanted this woman dead because she had said somewhere that she had enough Info to Barry, Hillary Clinton, or somebody did. But then Alec Baldwin would have been, you know, he's in cahoots with those people. So let's do a deeper dive, shall we? Um, if it's all a big pedophile network, then that's what you've got to be into in order to succeed, whether it be politics, movies, or any other activity, being, you know, the head boss of you know, IBM or something, whatever. They've they, they got their rituals and their rites and their things, and they have to be codified. They have to be standardized. It's everything, everywhere, all the time, right? Remember? Remember? Remember, I told you, I shot you straight. Day one in 2002. Everything, everywhere, all the time. Everybody knows there's this, but nobody knows how deep the rabbit hole goes. I'll tell you where it goes m u r d e r red rum murder and that was the thing back when i was you know back when i was a child that was the thing you know that yes they have their you know they they don't know they have no allegiance to marriage that's that's the one thing i can tell you from experience of being in this family there is no there is no marriage going on like you know there's there's this just open anybody sleeps with anybody and you know and including the children I mean it's unfortunately you know for whatever reason that's the way it is, and uh that's part of the culture of you know the corporatocracy the the reigning beast system of you know, uh, you know, eventually you know, like IBM and Raytheon and you know, Twitter and Google and it's it's the it's the reigning culture which is always left because the left hand path is uh, only accessible through doing things like that. You know what I mean? That's that's part of the left hand path. So left politically, of course, they would always be that. Oh, don't but don't forget the Franklin cover up though too, and you know. Um, as far as I don't know, have any of you read the Bryce Taylor book, how she was sold in into it as a, a child, and then the, the the people that she had had sex with, you know the you know, the that her situation is very typical. I mean, I, I don't know, you know, very typical of being, you know. Um, Having kids around when when families are traveling together to Hawaii for the big Hawaii thing or this and that, there's always this hanky panky going on nobody talks about, you know. And then there's this whole collective thing about you know wanting to sexualize the kids and getting them going at it with each other at a very young age. And now, of course, you see it in the schools, showing you know books to kids of you know a boy giving another boy a blowjob and you know having to study that for you right when you're like eight years old. I mean, so now they're pushing, they're just openly, you know, what was secret, what people laughed at me for exposing in 2002, now it's out everywhere. But that, i.e., the the idea of wanting sex with children, is, and, and then it has, n- <laughs> that's only just the tip of the iceberg. The real thing is the murder of these same children, not not the ones in society, but the the ones that they traffic in. And whenever there's a ritual, meaning a big party, there's always going to be a death somewhere. A murder, if you will. Sometimes that murder will be in the form of assassination. Where a kid coming up the ranks, he could be 16 years old. Could kill a person, poison a person, do something to solidify his rank. You know, it's all one big mafia, you know, and that's basically... How every city in the world is run. Whether you like it or not, it's there. You want to fight it, they'll 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 kill you. You know, if it's that simple. And uh Big Pharma is another mafia, you know, the, the church, another mafia. Uh military industrial complex, you know, the the, the military corporations that make, you know, weapons and mass, you know, to hurt people. Uh these Wuhan labs, you know, the Chinese communist party i mean they're all in the same club and uh so it's not really so much i mean you know they talk about the pedophilia like that's a big thing that's horribly wrong to to prey upon children but the children wind up dead that see that's where it starts getting and then the blood ends up being drank and then the you know and then cannibalism is also a a major part of it, which is, you know, it it is just it however deep you want to go into it, and as you go deeper into it, you know that that not everyone is going to be a cannibal, not everyone's going to be a murderer, but as you go up the ladder, you find that the 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 the, the, the people that are more and more important have, you know, these something they do different than other people. They go worse, you know, into those areas. Um, for example, uh, oh, a, a great example would be Waco is, was a ritual, uh, sacrifice to uh, Satan. Okay. So, and you know, whether you believe in Satan or not, or I believe in Satan, it doesn't matter. They do, but Satan is really them as a collective, but they also want to be, have apotheosis as gods themselves. You see what I mean? I mean, that's really where they're at, but okay. So they hit on Waco, uh, which all the left cheered on. And it's so funny, you know, the left are the main ones taking these jabs, but, you know, that's, that's another... I haven't really processed that yet. But there's the left cheering on, literally cheering as kids are running from a burning building that they lit on fire with military equipment and using Delta Force to shoot kids. These kids are running from the burning building and they're being shot by Delta, t- by snipers on helicopters. And, and it's right on your, our, all of our TVs in live time. And we're watching this happen. And what are we doing? Nothing. So that's how we lost the country. See, Satan will do these things in front of you. And then if you don't react, then you lose that much more freedom. See, like 9-11 would be classic. See, all these are sacrifices. All these are part of, you know, most of the people of the deaths that go on, you know, a a lot of them, uh, don't have to be done formally in a room. I mean, they have baby sacrifices in a room where they have a little ceremony and they have to have a blood sacrifice. Yeah, they have to have certain kind of orgies, certain kind of incest, certain kinds of things that are, you know, would be depravity to, to us. But to them would be the things they have to do in order to stay in the game, they think. And then the people that are the lower minions, like the majority, you know, the, the 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 half-wit masses, right, that are just feeble-minded earth dwellers, which which serve them, enjoy having their jobs and their, you know, being the city boss and being the, you know, this guy and that guy and having their, you know, having their stuff because they, they control, you know. They control it all. and and um, But then God always leaves, you know, some free-thinking entrepreneurs, you know, people, you know, a remnant is, always seems to be around that's making their own way, that's having some success, that's doing things without their permission. And then, of course, they hate it. They want to knock the... Remember I used to tell you guys, they would just knock the game board over. You know, if they weren't going to win, like the election, they just knock the game board over and take and steal it. But... Stolen elections have consequences, as as I was hearing Stephen Bannon talking about that. They have consequences, and the consequence is everybody hates this guy. Everyone hates the administration. The whole thing is a complete debacle. They have no confidence whatsoever, and uh, now the base that they love so much that they rely on, you know, half of them are dying from 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 the poison shot. Or getting COVID again after being shot. I just heard this guy on Fox News, who's a big, big beast member. You know, Neil Cavuto, Mister Society, we could call him. He's uh, here. He is. He he goes. I came down with a break with a break. He starts using their their the Fauci from Fauci language. He goes. I, I I'm just you, you know uh so I got COVID again and I had to be quarantined with a breakout variant. Please, everybody, take your vaccines. Then we wouldn't have to go through this. A complete, totally deluded fucking idiot he is. It's like, excuse me, buddy. I know you're really stupid. I mean, we know this. You've proven how dumb you are. But the point is, is that had you not had the shot, you wouldn't have the COVID again because you have a natural immune system. (laughs) I mean, what can you, how can... How could it get so twisted that I took the vaccine and got COVID? Therefore, I urge you to take it. Trish, did you hear that today? Can you believe that, folks? How deluded that? But that guy's dangerous. If he could mandate and make it a law that you take it, even if it kills you, which is what he would do, even if it kills all the children, which is what he would do, he would do it. He would command mass genocide, that guy. That guy is an unhinged, dangerous, potential murderer. And people just don't even bat an eye. Oh, it's Neil Cavuto, you know, some dumb, boring talk show host. And he is dumb. He is as dumb as they come. When when they hire at Fox News, they do not look for intelligence. They look for intelligence on the left, but then they propagandize them into... Blowing their intelligence. And on the right, they just look for stupid people that will go along. And every once in a while, they have a Tucker Carlson or a, you know, I don't know who else is over there that knows anything. But, you know, Mark Levin or someone like, you know, I like, uh, you know, there's a few people that have brains, but most of them are pretty pretty dumb and you know the problem on the left is they all they all line up to conform you know what i mean so out goes the logic so they're even if they were smart and up to you know the left used to be the guys that were the watchdogs of the corporations the watchdogs of the of, of the uh, you know the illuminati and the you know wars of mass you know, you know the wars of uh again you know of mass destruction you know the war in iraq that that's the, that that's the uh you know the left used to be the watchdogs on that And I used to be pretty much the watchdog on that. And how it all got turned around and how it got twisted around into this big, humans are bad, now they must all die, but we can't let them know we're killing them while we're killing them. And the humans are going, yes, I like your plan. It's my duty to die for society. Society, yes. This is society, what I've been describing is society. I've literally given you the truth of what society is. I mean... Now it's all out in the open. It should be acceptable. But people still keep getting shoved into this corridor and shoved into that corridor of thinking. Now look, back to Baldwin and, and tentacles to society. Okay, so Baldwin is society, you know what I mean? And his party, his peers, his people he hangs out with, you know, run, you know, the left, you know what I mean? The Hillary Clintons, the, you know, the, the whole bit, the left. And they're against it, and kind of you know. I mean, it's okay for Alec Baldwin to have his millions of dollars and have all his opportunities, but it's not okay for you, right? You need to be taxed. You need to be stopped from having your you know your hardware store survive or your or your farmland uh, do a good job. You you need to be stopped. But they they love to 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 to, to take all the money and. Put it into a big collective and grow themselves into a big monster, a big demon. And then they want to go ahead and kill everyone. The reason that they're jabbing themselves is because of a little thing called God. (laughs) Not such a little thing, right? I hope you can enjoy the poetic justice of this. I hope you can enjoy God's vengeance. Because the jab is vengeance. It definitely is because the thing about it is, is that people don't understand. They don't do the research. They just obey. And because of that, um, you know, and, and what research? Well, they don't even know what a gene therapy is. They don't know what mRNA is. They don't know what, uh, why it would be called a vaccine. You say, why is that called a vaccine if it doesn't do what a vaccine does? You know, they can't answer you. They just you know they just want you to obey, and I you know I'm so disgusted with it that's why I kind of feel like leaving social media because it's it's basically has a political ideology, you know it's basically and I don't like calling it left or right because I don't feel in alignment with the with the right wing at all, and they don't want me either so we're 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 incompatible like I'm incompatible with christian i don't like the word Christian just because of being incompatible with. The society of christians i seem to be compatible with lambs that are like that know god know jesus are out out kind of in the wilderness in a, in a way i know them and i know you know and there are a lot of very special people that are in that category believe me uh and we get along fine but i mean it's in terms of organized society it's like i never really you know they were uh on to me uh not complying with them at a very early age you know as being watched and then finally clobbered and uh i'll go i'll be going into that more in the future we're going to be doing a a very interesting documentary and, and you know, about uh, how well I'm not, i won't tell you now but i'll do what I can talk about it i will talk about it And hopefully some of this information will get out there. You know, I think one of the problems is that this is all compartmentalized. And so people don't tend to apply it to the world. It's their community. It's their parents. It's their social group. It's their company. It's their club. They never really understand that it's standardized the world over. Once we begin to see that, then people can start coming together, shucking off the churches. A lot of people just have, a lot of Christians have to repent. You know, the main I'd say the main body of people that need to repent are Christians. Sorry to make such a provocative statement, but it's really true. You know, we had a lot of time to think about this on the road. And the road's good. When you have to drive four, five, six hours, it's, you get a lot of stuff straight in your head. And one of the things that I... Started off being very fervent about that. And what happened is, they these people went on and had their lives on uh, social media in the truth community, the Christian truth community, which got most everything they predicted wrong. <laughs> that didn't stop the followers from following, and um, you, you know, and now they're being lauded as you know as these heroes when they're still compromised. They still haven't repented. Don't, do you understand the 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 necessity of repentance? It's not being a goody two shoes because obviously I'd fail at that. Because um, I, you know, I know me that I, you know, I've God has to kind of keep me in hand because I'm very rebellious, very free thinking, and you know, sometimes I tend to do my own thing too much. I, I need to really turn to the Lord more. But that's what repentance is. But repentance is, according to you know, it's really separation from the system that we started talking about today. And um, they tend to not understand, or they don't like it, when you repent against them, right? Because you've been feeding off the tit for a long time. And now suddenly you just go, okay, I'm I'm over here with the Christians. You know what I mean? I'm not with you anymore. Uh, There's a a price to pay for that. Usually it's death. Sorry. Well, why would they be so damn scared when we start talking about like this? Why would they start running for the hills? Why can't they have this conversation with me? Not one of them can. Why? You know why. I don't need to spell it out for you. And that divide, the real divide, in consciousness, in spirit, in reality, in actual reality, uh, is what's wrong with the world. It's what has always been wrong with it, and what has always been the fall of man has been this chasm they say, "Well, wait a second. You're saying that somebody that what about people that are not conformed to the world, not conformed to Jesus? Not, they're just out there drifting around." It's like, well, you know, um, but they're not really part of the problem. You know what I mean? They're they're you know, the, the, every single person eventually gets the the the, the you know the, uh, the, uh, the 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 gets it. I mean, there's not a person that I know that hasn't been. You know, somehow approached by them to join, you know, to join the world system a la, you know, Proverbs 1. I don't know anyone that hasn't had that encounter. Uh, well, actually, I do. You know, people that are in mental hospitals, <laughs> people that are, you know, mental psychiatric institutions, people that are in, uh, the, you know, their institutions across the country. For people that, that used to be called retarded, they're just, you know, they're 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 very low IQ, you know, individuals, and and like I say, they used to be called retarded, mentally retarded, whatever. They have very low IQ, they they live in homes in in uh, not home, but they live in institutions. You know, and a lot of people with Down syndrome fall into that, and they live in institutions. I don't know if you understood this. They live in institutions. They don't. You don't see them out there. They're in institutions. The reason I know this is because when I, I had a band at one point, and we went and we'd play for these institutions every once in a while, and including the retarded institution. I don't know what you call it now, but you know, handicapped, you know, mentally handicapped, whatever. So, um, and uh, but let me have a word of proviso. Yes, but I've seen down syndrome guys be completely you know completely 100% down, you know what I mean? It, it, totally into it and actually being like policemen, policing other people. You know, they're working as checkers at Whole Foods and they're you know here and there. And, oh yeah, you see them out there. And they're the they're the uh the trusted ones. And they're supposed to keep the uh their fellow brother and sister, you know, uh, handicapped, mentally handicapped people, in line. But society doesn't really want them. The other group would be the ones who are permanently handicapped in some way, that don't have the use of their legs or their arms, or you know, or in wheelchairs, tend to also be given a uh, a pass of some kind. Well, not from allegiance, not from free will, acknowledgement, and and, uh, and acceptance. You know, there is always going to be that. But in terms of being recruited, they're not going to be recruited so much. And so, they, so you find a lot of them that are still pure hearts. Or who were... You know, worldly, and then they had their accident, and then they became a pure heart. You know, they 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 went through a repentance without having to have it all structured for them in a, in a book learning thing. Repent, repent, repent. <laughs> no, it just happened within them. It it just they just morphed into it through natural processes. And of course, that's the best form of repentance there is because that's permanent. In other words. They weren't wanted anymore. And so what happened to them? Well, they may have been taken care of. They certainly have sympathy from society. But they're not really wanted. They're not recruited. Can they be on that side of things, you know, going around bossing and bitching and complaining and 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 recruiting and, and tattling? They tend not to be that way so much. They're handicapped in a sense. They tend not to be real, um, you know, tattletales. But some are, I'm sure. And what's the whole point of tattling? Why why does that group tattle more than anyone else in the world while acting like they wouldn't rat on anyone? Because their entire nature of their existence is war, and war is deception. So tattling would be right up there. You know, telling about that guy over there is not really towing the line. He shouldn't have what he has. That's mine. I do more than he does. Well, what do you mean you do more? I can't tell you what I mean by that. Because someone would be in trouble. Well, that's right, but we don't talk about it. Oh, grow up. So, you know, that's, that is that. Is what has ruined the world. And the world will always be ruined till that thing is gone now this begs the question can a man through his own free will actually change direction unaffiliate with organized Satan or society and affiliate then heart, mind, and soul with Jesus, meaning that's the only opposition there is to the world system is actually Christ. I see all oh, the lights gone off. A lot of you atheists are in here. You get what I just said, don't you? You know we're at check and mate right now, right? Check and mate, man. Nothing, of, does Buddhism oppose it? I'm about to write a serial killer thing where it's all Buddhism. It's all about Buddhism. <laughs> no, it's not. Buddha loves you. Yes, I know. No, it's not that. It's uh, Buddhist principles in in and uh, why murder is not a big deal. Um, oh no, I have to keep it a secret. <laughs> um, anyway, though. Seriously, uh, the the reason for this like right wing bigot right right wing Christian Christian the word Christian is evil and they're bigots and racist and homophobes and and, uh, and all that that they do that they do they who does who does the organized society does why does it do that because it's beholden to Satan. You know, you know, an entire kingdom with all kinds of rules and regulations. And so anything that's uh, Jesus, even connected, is the enemy. You don't see them really going after, although the, the Chinese go after Muslims, but you don't see them going after Buddhists or going after people necessarily. It's only Jesus that is the, you know, where you get killed, if you have a Bible or something. It's because the very, very, very wise people in the world on... Even on their side, you know, wise meaning worldly wisdom, meaning understanding how things work. They know this thing is real. But when you ask who is the opposition to the world system or society, is there another way but society? Is there some other alternative way but society? You know, to do society's way, grow up, you become older, become forgotten about and just kind of... Have medical problems and then die on cue, man. Die on cue, man. Is there some other way besides that? Yes, there is, but uh, you know, but people don't like it because you know they want to be cool. So right now, the conformed of our society, which used to be uncool, now they're 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 somehow cool. they're they're cool. They want everyone to have a job. They want everyone to. Do the same thing. They want everyone to have the same language. They want everyone to have the same education. They want everyone to be equally backwards. And anything that isn't equally backwards, they want that. They want that shunned from the world, shunned and gone. It's like going back and revisiting Young Goodman Brown, you know. <laughs> yes young Goodman Brown suddenly started seeing Satanism all over his community and then he discovered they were meeting in the woods and he saw them and, and, he, and then he started realizing that all the people in town were into it except him he went running through the jungle He he had nowhere to go he had no home he had nowhere to he was completely, you know, excised as a human being for, and, and completely alienated from his own world that he had grown up in, that suddenly turned on him when he started learning what they were into, what he was not into. He was a pure heart. I remember in English class in 19, not, no, in, uh, Freshman English. I took a freshman English course. We had Young Goodman Brown. And I knew exactly what happened to Young Goodman Brown. And I would write it, and, and I got turned in. I got put on a list and turned into the principal's office for my answer, which is that they wanted him to commit suicide because they alienated him and they were, you know, uh, uh, gaslighting him about the existence of such a thing. Meanwhile, setting him up. Same thing as the wicker man. Uh, Same thing as, uh, you know, we have this repeated over and over again. And um, the way you beat that, becoming Young Goodman Brown is, uh, you know, you've got to get above and beyond it. Okay, he discovers the whole town's in honor. Another version of that was Race with the Devil, 1973 movie with Peter Fonda. Uh, same thing, they discover a satanic sacrifice. A woman is is, is is gutted and burned at the stake or whatever they did to her. And then he went to complain. They, they, they were in an RV trip, and they went to complain to the sheriff, and they took the thing, and they were there at the RV park, and suddenly all these people started parking at the RV park. You know, in those days, they didn't have electricity. You dry camped. But, I mean, they had people parked there at the RV park. And, you know, it turned out they were all watching these guys. And they all came from the town and the sheriff, who was a tattletale. And they all started following these guys because they saw something they shouldn't have seen. And, of course, they then tried to kill them. Hmm. And it became a race. They were trying to get out of there and away from that town and they were being followed and shot at. And, you know, it a nightmare vacation. So you see, you know, I mean, I guess everybody can play the fool at some point or another, but uh, the way you get out of it is... Um, it would have been like this. Hey, I have discernment. You go tell the sheriff what you saw, you're going to bring a heap of trouble on your head. Best thing we could do is just slip out of here. Did anyone see you? Yeah, I think they saw it. Well, then we got to get out of here now. And that's the only way you could have beaten it. But they didn't. They went to the sheriff, of course. And the sheriff was really eager to help them get to the bottom of who's doing things like that out in the woods. My God, what's this world coming to? Anyway, so they do those sacrifices, but they the way they do them is, you know, the plane goes down, there's one guy on there, you know, there's the uh, the, the traffic accident, the, the you know especially with older people, you know, the poisoning. Right? The poisoning that happened. And uh and things like that, you see, so you know, so now we have this Alec Baldwin thing, and we're coming into the finale. Did he murder Helena, or and were there extenuating circumstances and had to do with conspiracy? I tend to think what's going to happen is this: he may be arrested. He, he might. I'm not sure that he would be arrested for. They they could have. You know just just to mention this either they're doing another movie or there's another movie at you know on the sound stage right down here by our place and the trucks were there yesterday you know big trucks two big prop trucks or wardrobe truck and there was another truck there you know cat what's that the but the studio the set looks shut down but the trucks are all there like they're leaving them in place for an investigation because if they're shooting Bonanza Creek, they could be shooting right over here, too. So. But then again, that's a lot of shooting for a low-budget picture. How much mileage are you going to get? How much footage are you going to get? So it's really just, a, just a, a bunch of horrors coalesce together, you know, in this terrible time we live in and uh, with terrible, awful, murderous, atheist, God-hating people in charge of almost everything. It's just amazing. When I say God-hating, I mean God not acknowledging that there's a God. That—that's what I mean by hatred. You know, the blacking out, the the willful. I would rather become a thirty IQ than acknowledge God and be a hundred and seventy IQ. If that's what it takes. I don't care if I jab myself and die as long as, you know, the the church dies. As long as everybody else dies, I'm okay with it. I just want to get them and make them die. So I'll take the jab to force the other one to take it, and I'll take the lockdown and I'll take the the you know the fact that Biden's d- destroying the economy. That'll that'll get him. That'll it'll get me too. But I'd rather starve than let them have anything. So there's your political fight. And that basically breaks down with the same people. I mean, in general, not the up up uppity up uh, mucky muck idiots, but the basic masses are like, no, uh, you know, Christians probably you know true true. Christ centered people are not going to be murdering anyone or buggering children at all or teaching them all kinds of lies about themselves and and causing, you know, racial division and racism and teaching racism uh, to the masses. They're probably not going to be doing that. The the other side is is uh the anti-god says no heteronormative teaching at all in sex education or or history or any of it. So we can't teach history. We can't teach uh, anything about America because America won't be here. We can't teach anything but sex, sex, sex with children and how to obey your your leaders and do exactly what you're told and stop thinking. So here are the people murdering the intellect. Here are the people murdering the children. Here are the people murdering the babies. Here are the people profiting off the murders of of these poor COVID patients going in to try to get some help, but they're being turned into cadavers. Here's the people doing all of it in your community. Everything, everywhere, all the time. All connected. So yeah, there's conspiracy trails going to Alec Baldwin and pedophilia and affiliations with hillary and you know whether or not the uh you know the the, the, the cinematographer was going to uh, be in his way all i'm suggesting is i doubt the producer and the cinematographer were, were cheering on i mean i want i need to hear more but i doubt they were cheering on continuing in the production. Uh, with firing the entire union and then bringing in the non-union guys and then and then having to bring security guards and to stop them from physically taking the equipment and the gear and the trucks and whatnot, I would just say, yes, you have a problem there. Yes, Baldwin could probably lose a lot of money imagine all the lawsuits too. uh, you know, maybe he was mad at her for not you know for not really moving along fast enough for falling behind. everything of like that. And maybe they fired the crew because the union wouldn't budge. They want to move at a union's pace. What they're used to is months and months to shoot something like this. They they used to shooting a couple of inserts and a, you know a couple of shots in a day. That's that's it. Fine. You know, I'll go home. You know, they they got months to finish. So you know, a mistaken uh, plan. Guys didn't plan it well. Uh, chaos on the set people willing to lose, uh, people walking out on Baldwin not wanting to put up with his mouth or his bullying. And probably sick and tired of seeing these uh, these above-the-line guys living like kings while they have to scrounge around to find gasoline. And not good, too, that the gas prices are through the roof around here. And they had to drive back and forth to Albuquerque. No one was taking that into consideration at all. That's something I would have thought of. I'm not that callous, but I guess these people are. So my vote in this case, I probably tend to side more with the crew than management. And and you know, in this particular fight, you know, I'm I'm not beholden to one or the other. I just think the crew is probably right. If it were me, I wouldn't have taken the job. I would have said either pay me my day rate and give me the the, the, the the means to get to and from Albuquerque, or I don't do it it's not going to work out. And then again, when you work a 12-hour shift, you know, out in the outside, you know, daytime or even a night shoot, I mean, you're tired at 12 hours. Then we have to have overtime because they didn't make the day. Then they have to have at least a certain amount of time to turn around with, uh, you know, with sleep. Can't be a six-hour thing. It's got to be longer than that. So yeah, we're still here. Where I think that Baldwin is is probably going to get a uh, you know what it looks like is they're going to charge him with uh, you know like either second-degree murder or manslaughter because he 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 was you know he he's still the boss. Of the operation, so he's got liability in a couple of areas, especially in a civil suit, and uh, they may be arresting the first AD or you know whoever was handling the gun and allowed a live gun to be out there, or one that could shoot something that would hit somebody. You know, a blank doesn't hit anyone. You know, so I mean, it can. I guess if you blew, if you put a blank gun next to someone's head and pull the trigger, blow their brains out. I guess just the pressure. But I, I, I you know, I'm I'm not that that up on that, that type of gun. So I don't know. But I, I do know that, um, that there's other people probably going to take a hit for him. But in terms of, of what it means for Hollywood, what it means for here, it, it demar- the reason I'm even talking about it is because all this happened during the worst time in the world with the worst people that have ever been out of a womb Actually, breathing and talking and thinking—how they're going to kill the rest of us—and that's all they do all day long. And just—I just, just wonder, does that bother you? That they just see you as, uh, as as a cadaver. Well, anyway, no one's laughing at my testimony now because everything I said is one hundred percent accurate in terms of, you know, what I was saying about everything, everywhere, all the time, blah, 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 right? So you see, the reason you don't know about it is because they've been gaslighting you your whole life, right? They've been hiding it from you because if it weren't hidden from you, you would be dead, and they kill lots of people. And nobody, but nobody, but nobody ever, 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 unless it's a patsy, gets in trouble. What's the uh, rumors of the Hillary connection? The rumor of the Hillary connection, and, and the reason I'm, I'm just not focused on this, and Alec Baldwin guilty of you know murder because of you having pornography and having, uh, what's your name, Halcyon? I keep forgetting yeah. your name, Alina. So you know that she was going to do a doc on on pedophiles. But how does Hillary fit into? It? It. Well, Hillary. Feature Hillary? I, Somebody in some article mentioned because I read them all today. So somebody in some article mentioned like you know I have enough to bury Hillary Clinton. I don't know who who that was, but uh, hmm. you know they think maybe he shot her because of Hillary. I I, I kind of doubt that. Why would he end his own life? Why would he sacrifice himself for Hillary? I mean, seriously, you know, who handed me a hot gun? And then on the other hand, why, you know, well, the reason he pointed it at her is because she was behind the camera, right? I I don't. You're thinking, shouldn't he be pointed it at the lens? Direct. Of course, he should be pointing it at the lens, but I, you know, she would be right there behind the lens. I, I, you know, would the camera have blocked a bullet? It could have, possibly. But I don't think we've heard the end of it. I think there's some bigger story. I'm just not ready to leap right yet. And uh, I'm. Um, and even if there is a bigger story, like you know, the, the pedos or something like you know, something like that going on, uh, I don't think this mainstream media or the law enforcement would ever let it get there. Now with it, with this administration in Washington, you're never going to see any charges. Like you know, you, you're, all you're going to see is how they're going to do damage control on Alec Baldwin. Trying to, you know, they're actually going to make him look like the victim, and 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 so the, the people are going to be cheering on when he gets back on Saturday Night uh, Live. You know, on SNL. They're going to be cheering on the next movie he does. He gets back in the saddle. He was wrongly framed. And they set him up with a bad gun. And he didn't mean it. And he's just like a victim. It's just really been hard on him and his family. That's the tack I think they're going to take. And that's where I bug out. I don't care anymore. Once it goes to adjudication, I'm out no longer interesting to me, you know what I mean? Because that's where the real lying begins. The idea of getting justice in this country is about slim and done. So, you know, a guy like that, an elite, like, you know, they're going to do everything they can, uh, unless they decide to use him as, as a scapegoat, which I kind of doubt. They're probably looking right now for some Christian, you know... Uh, Uh, you know, gun handler or something, somebody that they really, really want to see, you know, get drawn and quartered, you know, who they really hate for ever having been born, that should have been aborted. Anyone who even utters the name Jesus should be killed. That's where we are. That's where we are. how to get that way you know I there are many of us who d- d- never wanted to come here in the first place I didn't I, I can't even relate to it I mean these to me they really are um I mean, I like I like showing. I mean I, I want to do a a modern day uh you know view I, I want to have a you know thousand uh, body body count of the next thing I, I want to you want to really take some people out at this point. But it can't be direct. You can't make a political statement. If you say anything against uh, this administration or anybody that's, you know, uh, on the left at, the, at this right, you, you're excoriated If you say good things about riots and burning down cities by Black Lives Matter and, and Antifa and that, you're, you're applauded. If you say that the... Uh, Yeah, the January sixth was an insurrection. Which, of course, what a joke that is! What a joke the whole thing is! What a joke these people are that that talk on TV. Just feel like duct taping all their mouths, left, right, middle, every last one of them. Another way of doing that is just don't watch, don't look anymore. Don't listen because the world is based on a big reflection, which is itself a lie. Everything that is backwards is rewarded. Anything that is is is, uh, is straight up and true is you know attacked. This world is completely artificial, 100% ant farm, 100% simulation. God knows it. Of course, he set it up. And so it has to be some kind of test. And if there is no death, then, you know, we don't need to have these, like, you know, decaying body suits so we can see outward rather than within. Within is where where the freedom is without is the prison within is the freedom but we are in a body so we can only look out we just look out that way that way that way that way. we just keep looking outward 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 there are no solution is outward there's nothing exists out there everything that exists is within everything that doesn't exist is out there so what I propose is this because I don't want to go around this boring bearing around anymore. What I propose is up to the next next level. And we're getting it. As you see COVID fall apart and the next thing fall apart and all of them fall apart, you realize we're getting to the next level. Okay, they lose. I'm going to the next level. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I'm sure you guys want to go with me because, you know, what I want to see is the complete crash And debacle and 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 horrific end to this stupid shit that's going on right now. And I mean you look at you look at Biden, it's the joke of joke of jokes of jokes of joke 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 of jokes. The joker of all jokes, the butt of every joke the most pathetic and idiotic, and people actually, they nod their heads. Yes, Mr. President. How could that be? How could they be that stupid? Again, they become that stupid through compliance. Compliance equals stupidity. You take the jab, you lose 100 IQ points. Boom. Now you're a slave. Why? Why? It's may not even be what's in the job. It's the compliance issue that ruins your soul. If it ruins your immune system, it probably ruins your soul too. That which makes you human. That which makes you you. So how then should we live? The way we should live is we should cooperate with one another. We should ply our you know, our trades and our talents and our pool, our resources and try to, you know, live and and let live and not kill each other and try to avoid worshiping a being that wants all humans dead. That would be a good start. There are people that like with a straight face. I used to listen to Ted Turner talk about how all these people have to be killed. That we spent days driving across America. How many towns did we see? How much crowd there's nobody there there's nobody on american soil nobody every once in a while a little town or a city usually with empty parking lots and no no economic activity whatsoever depression level it looked like a depression to us as we drove across the country the 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 thing about america is there's not enough people And now they just want to get rid of all people. They're not going to build the roads and bridges because they envision a future with no roads and bridges. And right now they're in charge and they want you dead and they want your children, you know, dead. They want to feed off you, take your genetic material. Then when they don't need you anymore, kick you into a grave. And that's basically what they've been doing. Oh, yes, we saw a big train. There was, like, armored personnel uh, carriers, like, endless number of them. Like, yeah, thousands getting ready for war. Just traveling across the country. No problem here. Nothing to see here. And uh, looked like they were pretty serious about bringing the U.S. military into the, uh, you know, into the land here to quell the rebellion. Yeah. Well, the trouble with that is the Lord is real and they forgot that. So I'm just going to focus on that, you know. I, I mean, I don't need to explain the depths of Satan. We know how deep the rabbit hole any, any questions on the rabbit hole? The rabbit hole ultimately exists to see A future with no human. That's the rabbit hole. Period. The rabbit hole is no human whatsoever. If you like mass genocide, that's the rabbit hole. Along the way, uh, Satanism, satanic abuse, satanic ritual, uh, you know, high technology, black magic, witchcraft, blah, 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 blah. All those, uh, the secrets of the universe, of the world, the Freemasons, this, that, and the other thing. Secret societies, the Pythagoras, uh, you know, you know g- groups, the various, you know, philosophy groups, you know, throughout the world, as you go further into the keys and the secrets of this and that, and the other thing of unlocking the secrets of the universe. And then you get down to the very last thing, and it says, there is no secret There never was a secret. And all of this is folly. Everything on the way down is an illusion. None of it is real. None of it ever has been real. We make it real by our belief in stupidity and and folly and dumb things when we have the key to all reality within each one of us. And yet we play victim like we don't have anything. A truly extraordinary, I'm so sorry, Uncle Albert, but we haven't done a bloody thing all day. You see, because we are the anointed and the enlightened. We are the, the... rulers, and I'm like, you're the ruler of what? Externalization of nothing. Externalization of the hierarchy. There is no hierarchy. Where I come from, there is no hierarchy. People that believe things like that, they tend to, uh, you know, corrupt themselves, therefore become inefficient and unuseful and ephemeral and ultimately sludge. There is a divine destiny for each person. God will bring you through it. The Lord will bring you all through to your destiny because he made you. He made your destiny. If you want to know what your destiny is, you might want, I don't want God. Well, then that's your destiny. Congratulations and goodbye. You know, Let me know if you need help picking out a casket. Thank you. Next, please. Oops, so sorry. Another one hit the dust. Oops, so sorry. Another one bit the dust. Boom. Oops, so sorry. They thought they had it made in the shade with that shot. Oops, so sorry. They thought they are going to be paid to work at home forever. <laughs> Oops, so sorry. Shelves are empty. Oops, so sorry. Can't have any a piece of bread unless you have a shot. Oops, so sorry. The shot kills you. <laughs> So, how do we make it? You put your faith and trust in truth, aka Jesus, aka, you know, the Most High God, and put your uh, compass toward that and go. Or don't look back. You got to get out of here. We all have to get out of this place. This place is is rotten to the core. And we will. So that's about it. I went nuts. (laughs) Oh... I really get going with this stuff. I, I I guess maybe it just builds up after a while, and you know you just get tired of uh, you just get tired of. Um... It's just hard for me to believe that people would watch TV with their with their heads bobbing up and down. <laughs> really uh please i got a i had a breakthrough variant and unless i because i had the shot i was able to survive so i want all of you to get it right away please Well, since we start time, no, no, I'm sorry. I, I started off about Alec Baldwin. I I have nothing new to add. I suppose that I mean I I I just wanted to let you know that there are some people saying that the news is silenced and Alec Baldwin got arrested, and there's something that has to do with porno and you know and all that. But just a, as an update, but in terms of where it's going to go, I, I I think after this today, I don't really care. Do you? They're starting to bring some of the cargo ships in. Yeah, they're, they're starting to try to. They realize there'll be no people, and who will even go to any voting booth, even make it look. You know, and if they want to steal again and all that, I think it's just basically going kind to of go to just a you know just just open warfare. You know. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if you would look within yourself, you'd see that, oh, I have the ability to, I, I'm connected to God. I have the power of a billion sons. All I gotta do is not let them use my consciousness, but take command of it myself and point it in the right direction. Right? So the Lord is love and healing and beauty, and grace, and forgiveness, and euphoria, and expansion, and limitless. Satan is limited, short sighted, evil, selfish, narcissistic. Kill the other guy, steal, destroy. Murder. Boy, that's a tough choice. Let me think about that for a while. Shall I? Shall I think about that for a while? I think we may have to think about it. Yeah, yeah, it's a big, uh, so we'll think about it. One, two, three. See you next time! Get your head up there. It doesn't matter what they do.